In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Our text is the Gospel reading from St. Luke, which you've already heard. Last week, we spoke of Jesus' return as King and what that would look like. This week, Jesus turns our attention a little bit to the side to look for the signs of his coming. We know what to expect now from a king, but what should we expect in the lead up to his return? Well, first of all, Jesus tells us that we can, in fact, recognize the signs of his return. It is worth saying at this point that we ought not try to figure out the day or the hour of Christ's actual return. That's not the point of learning to recognize these signs. Many of you, I'm sure, can remember different groups and individuals that have claimed to know when the last day was coming. Jesus, though, says quite clearly in Mark chapter 13, but concerning that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. So if you ever hear someone trying to make predictions of the end, you should ignore them. Mark them as false teachers and walk away. Do not listen to what they are telling you. That's not the point of Jesus' end times teaching. Jesus' point is for us to be ready for his coming. So what are these signs that Jesus mentions? He says, And there will be signs in sun and moon and stars, and on the earth distress of nations in perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves, people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. What Jesus describes here is the very undoing of creation itself. As you will, you will recall from Genesis chapter 1, Yahweh had put the sun, the moon, and the stars into place as signs at the fourth day of creation. He filled the seas on day five, and then he made man on day six. And so at the end of all things, all of these things will begin to unravel. Signs in sun, moon, and stars, on earth, distress of nations, and the roaring of the sea and the waves. This is where the Christian worldview diverges greatly from the progressivist worldview quite sharply. It is impossible to read the scriptures and hold the notion that the world is getting better and will only continue to get better into the future. I think we know this innately. We kind of have to fool ourselves into thinking that the world is getting better. Consider how each generation, especially when we become adults, worries about the world in which their children and their grandchildren will grow up, will grow up in. There are a lot of things that can mask this. Technology can sort of lull us into a false perception that things are better today than they were. But it's just that. It is a mask. While we have the convenience of things like indoor plumbing, heat to warm our homes, thanks be to God, it's warm in here this morning, consider 
the increase in the number of kind, number and kinds of illnesses that we've witnessed in our day. Consider the cruelty of the world around us. Consider the violence that we hear about in the news constantly. Consider the fallen state of the church in the eyes of the world. Consider the state of marriage in the family. Can we actually make the claim that things are better today than they were even 50 years ago? I don't think we can. Jesus warns us that all these things and more will happen as the creation begins to wind down. St. Peter tells us, But by the same word, the heavens and the earth that now exist are stored up for fire, being kept until the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. Creation is wearing out because it is destined for destruction, and that's what Jesus says we should expect at the end of all things. That's what Advent is really all about. It's about the Christian truth that when Christ returns, he will come in power and great glory, and the creation as it stands today will all pass away. The distress that we see in the world around us, these are nothing but signs of his coming. Just as surely as you can tell if it's fall simply by looking at the color of the leaves on the trees, the trouble that we see around us is a sign of his coming. But why? Why does Jesus warn us about this coming? Why does he tell us about all of these frightful signs? Well, he's not here today to terrify you. This is what Jesus says. Now, when these things begin to take place, straighten up and raise up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. When we see the wars and rumors of wars, famine, plague, fear and foreboding, illness and disease, people falling away from the faith, creation itself wearing out. These are signs of Christ's return, the sign of our coming salvation. Pandemic, Jesus is coming. Bad diagnosis, Jesus is coming. Crop failure, Jesus is coming soon. Heaven and earth will pass away, but your salvation is in fact drawing near. And if Jesus has warned us about it, he will also deliver us from the terror of that last day. By his word, which will not pass away, Christ will strengthen you to escape all of these things and to stand before him at his coming. Jesus, or St. Paul says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. God is faithful and he promises to bring you through all of the trials of this valley of sorrow to be with himself in glory on the last day. And because he has promised to do it, this means, dear saints, that your salvation, your redemption 
depends solely on his grace toward you. By grace, he continues to cause his word that is enduring to be preached to you in a world that will not endure. He continues to hear your prayers and your cries for help. And he will bring you safely from this valley of sorrow where he will wipe away every tear from your eyes. His coming will not catch you off guard if you know how to recognize the signs. So look for them. Look for the signs of Jesus coming in every trouble, in every sorrow of this life. Do not be weighed down with the cares of this life, but instead, raise up your heads, straighten up, for your salvation is drawing near. In Jesus' name. And now the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus our Lord.